everybody, welcome back, all you jabronis, to the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. This is episode 77, believe it or not, and making his triumphant return, he's Taylor, aka It's Perger. How you doing, bud? Welcome back to me. Welcome not back to the you, jabronis. Man. You're not. He's back. He's back again. He is back again. Guess who's back? Oh, he's shit. Back Tell a friend. Until the next time he's back. Correct. And True. also, and, and that other idiot is Andy Asimakis. How you doing, buddy? Take it. I, I timed that I perfectly was, right when you were taking your drink. I, I was I was almost not here today. Oh, really? I lost internet last night. Oh, no. Uh-oh. For like almost the entire night. Six o'clock, oh. shit goes down. And then it was like oh, no. every hour I got a text saying, oh, hey, your internet's not back up yet. We're working on that. Uh-oh. We'll let you know. We'll let you know soon. And it was like every hour until like two in the morning. I feel like they're I feel like you're you're part of an experiment to see how much bullshit you can I go snap? through. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, when it's, do I start murdering? Is that what it happens? is it, it is an internet an internet <laughs> I, I an ISP experiment. Oh, no. Let's see how much we could fuck with this entire neighborhood oh, and boy. see if there's a riot. Like if this was a year ago to the day that this kept happening, people would have been murdering somebody in the street. Without a mm-hmm. doubt. The anyway, purge. ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the internet's number one gaming news podcast starring people you've never heard of. That's right. And you can find this show on dualscreens.com eventually when Andy gets around to putting up all the old episodes. And also on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV, and on your favorite podcast service of choice. But you can be a part of the show and watch us live every single Tuesday night on twitch.tv slash screens streams and if you want to support us on patreon it's so easy to do it just do it just go over there one doll hair we, we we throw so much bonus content up there it's ridiculous go to patreon.com slash nds podcast just like our patreon producers colton the apprentice nestler vegas girl on fire and f n h paul we love it. we love you guys thank you so much we can't continue to grow without all of your support and with that being said Taylor, I am excited to know what it is you're t- you're playing these days. So let's slide right into the adventures in gaming, 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 gaming. Taylor, what have you been playing? Steve, I've been playing a bunch of stuff. You have this, been. This Steam Summer Sale yeah, it's a is, is <laughs> kicking my ass, let mm. me tell you. I, I just won a... Uh, uh, a gift card and a giveaway that one of our friends is doing on their Twitch channel. So I'm going to be buying even more stuff. Um, First and foremost, I've been playing a lot of gunfire reborn. I would like to take personal credit for introducing this game to the majority of our little community. Um, Cause as far as I can tell, I was the first person in the world to have ever played it Uh, in the the world. Yeah. Ever. Uh, the game's wow. really good. I love it. I've beaten the boss a, a bunch of times. I'm up to like the third difficulty now. The game gets very, very hard as you ramp up, but uh, it's fun right up my alley. You know, I love my roguelikes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of roguelikes, I've also been playing this game. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. I think it's Noita, N-O-I-T-A. Mm. Okay. Uh this game is really, really cool. And I, I want, if we can, to try and get the devs of this game on the show. Sure. Um, so, Which show you know, is that? Which show are you talking about? 
the Dual Screens podcast. Right, which posts mm. each and every Friday. Right, right. right. For okay. your listening pleasure on this very same channel. So if you're listening in your ears, it's on the oh. same thing. Scroll down. We've done over 200 interviews with developers, indie developers, and and, and all sorts of people. So continue. Voice Taylor. actors. Voice and, actors, and everyone. Stuff like that. Everyone, continue, oh, Taylor. Um, Taylor, this game looks incredible. So you guys know those old... Um, like element pixel games right mm-hmm. that, that are like physics based and you like drop the sand then you light it on fire and it turns to glass or you like fill the sure. thing with oil okay. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it's like that it's based on that all of the pixels have like elements to it but it's a roguelike game and it's beautiful like the lighting effects that they have are really really great the game is hard as shit it's really really difficult Mm. Um, and you have like different wands that you can pick up and some of them like shoot these different spells and some of them drop bombs and they're like potions. It, it's insane. I've like barely scratched the surface of it, but I was blown away by like how pretty the pixel art was, how incredible like the particle particle effects and like elemental things that they do are like, it's a, a very, very cool game. Mm. Um, and then the last thing that I've been playing over on my Twitch channel uh, is Resident Evil Village. Um, yeah, man. Yes. And I would Tell like to say all about this I, am, I am doing this begrudgingly. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm being bribed to do this and right. I'm doing it against my own will. Right. Um, I was watching our friend Scooter Cannon play uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, when are you going to play? And I was like, literally never. He's like, I'm like, you cannot pay me enough money. If you buy me the game, I will laugh at you and never download it. Like, I'm not playing this game, right? He said, what if I buy you tickets to a Dodger game? And me going, oh, yeah, that'll never happen. He's not going to buy me tickets to a Dodger game. I was like, yeah, sure. You buy me tickets to a Dodger game, I'll play Resident Evil. I get a DM on Discord later that night and said, hey, so we're looking at this weekend and this weekend. We're going to fly you and your family out. What, Which one works best for you? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, well, I'm buying you Dodger tickets. I was like, bro, just for me to play this stupid game? So that's how I got roped into playing Resident Evil Village. I'm sorry, um, stupid? Can you take yeah, that back, please? Stupid game. Um, take that shit back right now. Now, I, I understand... That you don't like these games. I get it. I, I hate scary you games. You do. Hate you hate it. it. But you seem to be enjoying it. I I'm getting I'm getting the hang of it. I okay. still like am absolutely terrified and there are points where I just like don't want to keep going forward because I'm so afraid. It's right. not uh, even that scary. Jump scares fuck me up, Andy. <laughs> You've seen the clips. You know. <laughs> And I also like, I also heard that you have a deep deep love affair with Tall Lady. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the Tall Lady. Yeah, I'm I'm very upset I had to murder her. That it was weird though. You. She turned into like whoa whoa, whoa uh, hold on spoilers 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 okay. for the first I mean, two hours of like, the game. It's yeah, I'm even, just saying to the people in the chat spoilers coming in coming in on. Yeah, it's been out for a while. So she, I haven't played it. <laughs> she turns into this giant toothy vagina. Uh, right, and, and that was scary. I didn't like that at that point. I realized that, that she is, and I were the... probably not simpatico, and, and then you, know you get I mean? that weird boner right at that point. Yeah, oddly that, enough, yeah. that if, if I play this game, it would be the second time I had to fight a vagina in a video game. Okay, I say the first your wipes. Well, no, you know what the first one was. Does anybody remember? 
The first time you fought a vagina. I believe it was a PS3 game. I could be wrong. It could be PS2. Uh, was, was it in Persona? No. Is there that's not the first time that, I fought a vagina. That, that, that's a giant penis. You're getting oh, a, yeah. Yes, you're getting, you're getting your genitalia confused, gotcha. which is understandable. It's understandable. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the answer is Dante's Inferno. All right. I was going to say. <laughs> When you fight the game, giant yeah. vagina beasts in one of the circles of hell. Anyway, mo moving along here, Andy, what have you? Are you? Are you is that all you've been playing? Yeah, Taylor? that's okay. that's what I've been playing. Andreas, what have you been playing? You know what I played recently, boys? Uh, Call I, of Duty. I, no, Madden. Uh, <laughs> Stop. Apex okay. Legends. Right. None of that shit. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Those games scare me. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that. Those um, microtransactions, they oh fucked boy, me up. <laughs> other people. Um, uh, God of War. Okay. Uh, for some reason, it was in my YouTube recommends, like, God of War trailers and cutscenes and documentaries. I was like, oh, this is such a great game. And I was like, you know what? I didn't get the platinum for this game. There's a PS5 uh, patch for it with the silky smooth 60 frames. I'm going to go back in and play it again. Mm -hmm. And I cleaned it up, got the platinum, and oh my god, this it's such a beautiful fucking game. Sure. I, I cannot get over it. Like, I, it was beautiful then. But then you forget for a while, like, how good it looks. Then you come back, and it's like, you're playing it, your nice new TV, with its 4K-ish stuff going on. And it gets you so hyped for the next game. Like, what's going to happen? What are they going to do next? I was like, yeah, I was in that zen moment of when i played it years ago mm. and the controls felt familiar like it was in the memory mm. i i, I flash back to like find those those dumb valkyrie bosses for like nights and nights in a row to get them all dead got it yeah good good stuff i didn't fight a single one of those as soon as i finished the story oh, i was like i'm done i'm out that dude, game dude, was dude. so fucking exhausting to play like mm -hmm. just an absolute exhaustion like a feat of endurance is what that game is because it's not, it's deceptively long. Like you don't realize how long your sure. sessions are in that game mm -hmm. until you realize just like you're 22 hours in and you, and you're like kind of close to the end, but just the, the visceral combat, the energy that that game throws at your face and, and the weight of the story and, and the drama there is also like, just It's like, I don't know, man, it, it was like a, it, it's almost tickling that same part of my brain for the last of us one and two where mm -hmm. it's just by the time i'm done i never want to see that game again and not because i didn't love it but because it just beat me up it put you through it yeah it, it put me through the ringer you know mm -hmm. what i mean um what else you been playing andy that's really it um just focused on that i played a little bit of ghosts of tsushima Tsushima. uh to get that platinum i got the platinum for Final Fantasy 7 Integrate because I did all the Yuffie stuff. The man, the the bosses in that game, the hard bosses, the super out. bosses. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't. It was like overkill with that shit. But that was fun. Cleaned that up. So I think I'm in this weird like platinum chasing phase right now. I'm not sure where it's end. Okay. But you know, you can, you can delete games off your list that you have zero trophies for mm -hmm. on your PSN account. So like, yeah. all right. So I was like, oh, I have things that are like almost done, but I'm not sure why it didn't fit. The controls in there. So like, okay, I may just do that for a bit until the next big thing comes out. Demon Souls also is like on that list of like almost platinumed. So we'll see. Awesome. Returnal. So yeah. Awesome. 
Um, I have almost exclusively been still playing through Biomutant. And ah. that game keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like, mm. more shit to do over and over again. And I'm kind of loving it still. Mm-hmm. It hasn't outstayed its welcome for me yet. I'm just like, oh, look, more things I can do. Yeah, they're <laughs> dumb. They're like, it's mostly dumb shit to do. But I'm still having such a blast. I really wish the powers just spoke better to each other. And they were just a little bit more fun to use. But yeah. whatever, man. Like, a part two, a Biomutant <laughs> 2 in four years could be special this reminds me of the witcher one mm, what the witcher one was to the witcher series i'll say assassin's creed sure like part one a little a little a little shaky then part two was phenomenal yeah there's there's a good there's a good framework there for sure combat Mm. was just too floaty for me it felt like there was no impact and i think the biggest issue is the audio design and that's why combat feels like it has mm. no impact because like mm. you're throwing around these big balls of lightning and shooting this gun and like smacking them with your big sword stick thing and it just like doesn't sound like anything's happening um and so it's i don't know it, it just like felt weird for me but i i think there's a lot of potential yeah and i think mm. the next game that they make will be really good whether it's another biomutant or something else yeah it, it just has it, just, it has so, so much charm and it has it has the hook that could keep you going. Um, it's surprisingly goofy, right? Like exactly. I, I can't believe I was shocked how goofy it was. Which I guess I probably shouldn't have been, considering you're like a weird raccoon thing from the know? character creation. It's like okay, I yeah. know where, where the mindset of this game is. I know where we're at. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I'm having so so much fun with it. It's like it's the open world game that I'm playing right now, and like I can't play more than one of those at once. So sure. I'm just in, I'm in that. I'm also dabbling, you know, playing multiplayer stuff, of course. Um, also playing Gunfire. Um, I enjoyed that, playing that with a few few different friends. Um, very soon, uh, I mean, this is not what I've been playing, but I have plans. Taylor and I have plans. Plans, plans are happening, guys. <laughs> we're so making spreadsheets. We're making spreadsheets. <laughs> so stay tuned to twitch.tv slash dual screen streams and or youtube.com slash dual screens tv because something and of course twitch.tv slash it's purger and twitch.tv slash batchild because something's going to happen regardless Mm -hmm. and it's going to happen on some sort of channel so (laughs) stay tuned likely multiple likely all of them if i'm being Mm -hmm. honest Mm -hmm. spread the love you know what i mean all right andy (laughs) take us into the indie news update what do we have here this looks interesting this is a really cute game i'm gonna drop this link in the chat really quickly it's a game called heading out it is described as a narrative road movie racing game. Mm. And my initial impression of this was it's like a modern take on Oregon Trail. Yes. You're, a car, you're like a car zooming across the nation and like choices pop up and there's things you can do and there's racing elements and you can talk to people and then you can challenge them to races. There's like a murder mystery plot thing going on. Oh. A lot of weird shit. And uh, it's okay. It's 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 weird. It's black and white. It's funky. I'm into it. I'm here for it. I'm sure. Share that in the chat. Um, that seems like one of those games that was made with the South Park balls thing for a Family Guy episode. Like just like, all right, what are we doing? Uh, racing. Okay. Uh, Oregon Trail. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh choices. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, that, that that does look interesting. I remember you posting it. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely looks really cool. By the way, if you want to 
be a part of all the shit that we find and we talk about. Suggest guests for the show. Like if you find a cool indie game that you really love, you want to talk about it, join our Patreon because you get a VIP Discord where you could just chat with us all day. And there's so much chatter going on in there. And that's NDS Podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com slash NDS Podcast. If you want to earn your wings as a patron slash contributor of dual screens, join mm-hmm. the Discord, have an argument with Buzz Killington. That's right. That's how you earn your stripes. That's yeah. how you earn them. That's how you earn them. You, you, lo- you either love them or hate them, but most of you l- love to hate them. Um, all right, let's get into the dual screens report. Uh, we have interesting stuff that happened today. Yeah, um, so many things. Starting off with the biggest of the news, or the or the loudest of the news, I will say. Mm. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Sony has officially made the they they put a ring on it, Andy. They did. Housemark Studio, Housemark, Housemark Games. I forget what their official name is, but Housemark is officially a PlayStation, Sony, Sony PlayStation uh, studio. It's official. Oh. They've made it happen. Uh, the success of Returnal and Basically every other game they've done um, spoke for itself, and the thing we've been screaming about for years has finally happened, and that's it. The relationship they they are going to consummate this wedding now. Mm. Yeah, exciting times. I feel are they, like are they fucking? I mean, I assume, I assume. I assume. I mean, yeah. yeah, they were. I they, mean, I mean they're going to make beautiful video games together. You know what I mean? I they mean, were or they, they aren't. They are friends with benefits they, well, for a very long exactly. time. They friends have with benefits. been. Yeah. Friends with but benefits. now they're but now they're doing it. Now but now they're legally official. fucking in gotcha. most states, mm-hmm. and like they have to, okay. you know, mm-hmm. now a they prenup was signed. Probably it's all it's all it's all it's all good. Yeah, but now but you know what? Already though, already Andy, already Sony be cheating though. <laughs> wait, wait, really? let's let's not go into that <laughs> so quickly. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like we could talk about bit. both of these at the same time. Right, right, right. All right, so. <laughs> Apparently, in this announcement today, uh, Sony Japan was either sleeping on the job or got the wrong memo. Little PlayStation And Japan. they were like, Drag hey, the annou- wrong JPEG. Announced today's acquisition. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like they didn't do their work before the presentation and they yeah. were scrambling. It's like, quick, announce the acquisition. And they were like, oh, shit. Which one? Is it Bluepoint? So Sony Japan tweeted out an image of blue point games logo with the demon souls knight character beside returnals uh character in this little nice little shot of all their studios being represented and then they were like oh shit is this the wrong one guys did i fuck up it also had <laughs> blue points logo where right. uh house marks logo was supposed to be so i'm th- i'm convinced that this was just like a file naming error the files were named just like acquisition.jpg and acquisition parentheses one.jpg and yeah. wrong one. So, Stephen, to quote yes, to quote our our our, our good our good uh, personality, Doctor Fraser Crane. Yes, there are no accidents. <laughs> it's true. This may have been shared early, but I really believe this is just a sign of things to come down the pipeline. Sony and I really think now it got me thinking why would Sony announce a housemark acquisition before a blue point acquisition I feel like blue point 
has been in there maybe a little bit longer, has worked on Shadow the Colossus and Demon Souls more recently. Mm. Why would they get the second fiddle? Why would they go next? And I'm thinking on the, you know, in my little brain of mine, <laughs> could you imagine for a moment a PlayStation presentation akin to a future of gaming slash state of play where sony goes and here's this next title from uh sony first party studios and it's blue points next remake right being shown and then that like confirms acquisition plus what they're working on right now yeah i think that makes the most sense is that they were probably mm -hmm. waiting for them to show what blue point's been working on uh mm -hmm. we already we know they've been working on a second project for at least a couple of years now we don't know what mm -hmm. that is um mm -hmm. we don't know how far out it is i mean but the fact that they had these images available we know that it was at least going to happen soon mm -hmm. um which means that i mean the contracts had to have been in talks for years well maybe not years, I mean, but months right some like twitter manager guy doesn't it's like why would why would he do that if it's not an, an open right. secret within the company? Right, itself. exactly. Um, right. I, you know, to to kind of play counter argument to that, like, sure, I think Housemark just has the the new had the new hotness. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, which it, is true. Yeah, they're right there. It, yeah. it was the it was the new and and Blue Point was with the launch of the PS5. Maybe they just weren't mm -hmm. ready to to you know to to show that right now. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, Sony, Sony picks their times where they're going to be in the news very strategically. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll, we'll see what happens here with, with, with if this is like the first couple of dominoes to fall. What do you think, Taylor? Um, yeah, this is like pretty much a sure thing, I think. I, I would love to see that announced at a state of play. I don't know why they have the exact same graphic. I thought that was a little weird. If they're saving one for a state of play, that's the only thing that's like giving me a little bit of pause. But great acquisitions, both of them. Like very, very talented developers. Um, I have gushed about both of these guys a number of times on the show. Like mm -hmm. Blue Point, fucking, fucking talented. Um, Housemark has been one of my favorite developers for a really long time. Um, so I, I think it, it makes a ton of sense. Mm um it's not like the biggest and flashiest acquisitions this isn't a, a bethesda or anything like that but it's a, a you know two very talented studios that are going to be able to really show off what they can do um without the constraint of money mm -hmm. which is nice mm -hmm. um yeah and, well said. and you know there were you know i, I want to talk about this a little bit too because i want to i want to know what your opinions are um there was a lot of posturing, a lot of uh, uh, pissing contests on on social media as well that I saw about, uh, you know, the other side of the camp saying how, oh, now that Sony's doing it, buying studios, you're okay with it. But when Microsoft was doing it, you all complained about getting, you know, your games taken away or, or you know, exclusive games, yada, yada. Um, obviously, this is not a fair comparison. This is, that's a false equivalency because of sure. where they came from. Um, it, it, the house Mark, I think made what one game outside of Sony in the last 10 years, uh, to 26 years. However, it's been like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember like, <laughs> but, but whatever in blue point, you know, it's blue point. Um, and 
so it's a little bit different where you're just kind of just making it official. It's almost like this was already happening anyway. Right. So, it's kind of like a foregone conclusion at a certain point yeah. where it's like, all right, this kind of makes some more sense for you guys yeah. to do this. This isn't like been them, for a long time. This isn't like them buying like Activision and taking, you know, Call of, Call Duty, of Duty away Duty. from other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, it's away just, from people. It's just a, it's yeah. it's it's different in that in that aspect. Um, it's still. Because because this isn't a change in strategy for them, this isn't something that is going to be um, really anything but status quo when you think about it. Um, the impact of this signing is way less. Way, way less. Totally. It's just a means of now seeing two developers that have been working their dicks off for Sony like churning out really great games and now they have the full support, full backing, and the full fear of Sony closing them in eight years if they don't like what they make. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're good now. Like this, that this is the reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was really heartwarming when um, I was reading the creative director statement on Twitter about this acquisition from Housemark, And he was saying how like they've been through so much over the years. And there was a time when their games were not, weren't selling at all they found some success in having their stuff on psn plus Mm -hmm. and other like free game gaming markets that were just like here's a giveaway of our game but no real commercial success for a lot of their stuff making any money they were just like no no one's buying our arcadey like games like we don't we don't get it and then there was a blog post from like i want to say four or five years ago when they're like, we're done making these arcade shooty games like they were known for like Resogun and um, dead nation, stuff like that. And then there was a post saying, we're going to evolve. We're going to change. We're going to aim for more of a triple A experience. Stay tuned. And now, you know, in the last four years, that was what Returnal came to be. Right. And I read this really sweet interview with, it was on Famitsu and talking about Returnal and how Sony was like, listen, you guys, you know tight gameplay really well. Like, you're like masterclass. They get, they get the whole loop thing. Really they get the concept be. of gameplay loop really but well. But what if you just take the camera and just, like, put it over here, like, behind the, the character? And Housemark was like, we could, but that's going to cost, like, a lot of money. And Sony was like, listen, that's fine. Just try it. Don't worry about money. Just right. try it and do it. And we'll see where it goes. Right. And it went to a very wonderful place. And you can see why now Sony was like, this is the house mark we want under our umbrella. Like we've worked for years together, but they've had great games. They just, they just missed on the revenue side of things. Right. A lot like Japan Studio. Amazing game. It was just they couldn't find a nice footing like with a really big audience. And now it's like Returnal is like, this is the one. We like this vision for you guys. Now come in the house and be with I, us. I you know, I think that um it, it's 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 funny because the the game every game that they made was funded the next game. Like they weren't mm-hmm. growing. In, mm-hmm. in the way that they wanted to. And mm-hmm. they and they did this they did Returnal, which again was just an arcade game. They just they took their their same sensibilities, but they just polished right. it up to a triple A standard. That's really what they did. Right. Um yep. and now it now it's like 
see, now you guys get it. Now you get it. Now we could work with this. We we could help you. We could craft this for you. We could we could uh, you know uh, we could fund something at this level and give you that push to get it to that next echelon, um, mm-hmm. which is really exciting, man. And that leads to how, you remember uh, when Microsoft uh, purchased, um, I think it was Obsidian. When mm-hmm. when they purchased Obsidian, one of the big things that they that they said was having Microsoft behind you, and and being that driving force behind you gives you so many more options mm-hmm. when you're making your games. It 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 lends to you having multiple doors be able to be open to you that you would have to just cross off the list because you didn't have the resources to do it. It makes these these scopes that they're gonna have and look and you know what Sony does. Sony doesn't typically not since the PS3 late PS3 era, they don't typically take ten years to make a game. Mm-hmm. Like they're not ones to do that. They churn these things out. They get on. They they give you what you need and they push you and they give you the support you need. They have nine support stu- studios that help out multiple other studios. Like they they really know how to support each other. Um, and I think that's really where, where this is going to really help Housemark and Bluepoint in the same vein. Now, Bluepoint was, was, con- was given the script. It was like they were the animation studio that was told, here's your next project. And they were given a script and then they make the thing. Maybe this now is going to allow them to say, hey, bosses, here's, my, here's our thing that we want to make. Can we also do that? Sure. You know, like mm-hmm. that that's where the excitement is. Taylor, what about you, bud? Um, I'm just glad that House Mark doesn't have to make that battle royale game. That made me very happy. <laughs> yeah. When they announced the partnership with Sony and that they were able to like create their vision, like I I was so stoked for them. Cause that that blog post that was titled Arcade is Dead, like broke yeah, my that's heart. The one. Yeah. Because I love their games like i i have adored their games i think back to like resogun was that the first one they put out on ps3 or alienation uh well well, super stardust i think is is the first yeah super stardust and then then dead nation Mm -hmm. dead nation and then but the the big the biggest thing that that i think sony can latch onto here is that they were there for the launch of the ps three and the PS4 with two yep. incredible killer apps. Like mm-hmm. they weren't, you know, triple A crazy, you know, uncharted shit, but they were they they were the game people played alongside a couple of other games. But like that was one of the things that Sony said, here's our here's where you can't something you can't play somewhere else. And they were mm-hmm. a part of that. And they were a part of that, you know, f- for two generations now. Yeah. And and if Returnal came out a few months earlier, it would have been three. Um, you know, but it was a larger scope in COVID. So I, I have no doubt in my mind that this was supposed to be a launch PS5 game, mm-hmm. uh, Returnal yeah. as well. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, can, uh, you could continue if you have, if you want to, I just point. great moves, great moves by Sony. I think it's good to see these teams get the resources they need. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's really anyone else they could go out there of this le- of this caliber and just go out and outright buy at this point. Um, Some names come to mind, like maybe a Sumo Digital. You know, IO Interactive. That's a good one. Um, 
I could see them you know, buying studio or IP you know, from a struggling it's funny. publisher. And this will go into our next story, but I okay. saw today Remedy on Twitter was congratulating Housemark on this acquisition from Sony. And they were saying like, uh, to only focus on one console, what a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I it, it's gotta cute. be. It's yeah. gotta be a luxury. Like it, it's it's gotta be awesome to just focus on one architecture. And that's the other thing that Sony yeah. has been known to be excellent with is if you're making something for them and they know it's just for them, they fucking support the shit out of you. They help you get the best out of their machines. Um, and that was because of the whole cell architecture. Man, man PS3, the, they learned so much from fucking that up. They, right. You know what I mean? Like they, <laughs> right. Their whole company changed with the mess of what that was, the cell processor. Anyway, let's move on to the next story. Ooh, um, this is interesting. Uh, yes. No, this is Taylor. Oh, this is Taylor. Sorry. This is yep. Taylor. Uh, yeah. yeah. So speaking of Remedy, <laughs> um, they announced a development and publishing partnership with 505 Games um, to make the next project in the Control series mm-hmm. that's going to be multiplayer. Um, they put out a little teaser image um, and it, encapsulates everything I want this game to be. My favorite thing about Control was how bureaucratic all of these insane otherworldly events were in this place, right? The Mm -hmm. fact that they like Mm -hmm. have uh, forms and acronyms and filing systems and things (laughs) like that for like all this shit, right? And so this teaser image that they put out is four different characters uh, sitting on a bench uh, looking like they're waiting for a like DMV number to be called with a, a, a body bag in front of them. They're just like holding paperwork and waiting for their ticket to be called. And it's just chef's kiss, everything that I want this game to be. I want them to lean so hard into like the bureaucracy of, of this world and it looks like they're doing that. And I'm just so, so excited about this. Yeah, I really hope this is a murder mystery game. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> what? Like, a, like not, not like, exactly? murder, like murder, but like paranormal investigative investigation game. That's yeah. what I want. C- control has like the gameplay is such a huge part of it. Like yeah. the abilities. Yeah. The universe and, is and, the best part and, of it. But yeah, the, you can have four different gun. abilities. And the gun, and I feel like, to Taylor's point, it's it's this massive agency, and you're just uh-huh. agents within the agency going on like, all right, here's your assignment. Go to this, yeah. get yeah. this, go kill this kill refrigerator in this other dimension. Right, right. <laughs> I I have a feeling it's going to be like Left for Dead. It seems like I there's a not. lot of games in that realm. I would I would bet it. What if it's, it's what if it's like what if it's like. This is my pitch for this game. You ready? Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter meets uh, Assassin's Creed. Hear me out. Go go on. When you use in Assassin's Those Creed, are two video games in Assassin's yeah. Creed back in the day, you used to have to gather intel before you could assassinate your target. Yes. What if this is four agents with distinct powers or abilities uh, for investigation? Like maybe one could see. Like, I don't know, the past of objects. Another person can walk through walls or, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Just get different abilities that these people have, right? They're all 
like X-Files type investigators and you're trying to hunt down a subject in a city, whether it's the crazy refrigerator that's eating people or the painting in the museum that apparently bleeds from the eyeballs and whatever. Like you're trying to solve the mystery and then it fighting sounds, and taking down the thing for more resources. Like It in sounds Monster like a multiplayer of murdered soul suspects. Remember that game? I do. Yes. You were that like, game was terrible. Ghost never played that game. Thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, like so you but then you 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 figure out which one of these things or where it is and then like Monster Hunter you guys gather together start shooting things and try and trap the thing and bring it to the headquarters and put it and lock it away like the phone think. booth or like the you know whatever the hell, those items of just, power. I can't, I can't just shoot. I don't want to think and shoot. I just want to shoot that thing. No, you think first, then shoot. Nah, I don't like it. it you don't have to do very, both It sounds very un-American to me. I don't like it. You're, yeah, too much well, going on. No, well, no, 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 I got to shoot first. Well, that's my pitch for the game, and I, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> I don't care who knows it. I like it. Uh, but yeah, this is fun. I mean, you know me. I don't really get giddy or excited about multiplayer games as often as other people do, but I like this universe, and I want to see what they can do in this new format. And if it's if they just abide by the rules of this this world and it's it's fun core gameplay loop, that's the powers and the mm-hmm. guns, I may be sold on this, but we'll see. We shall see. Just make it mysterious and fun. Mm-hmm. And Speaking mysterious. of mysterious and fun, uh, oh boy! Apparently, uh, yeah, there's a new Ghost of Tsushima game coming. Evidently, uh, Ghost of Ikishima has been leaked. Well, that's a thing. This is coming from Game Rant. Uh, Industry insiders suggest that a Ghost of Tsushima standalone expansion called The Ghost of Ikishima is in development for release this year. I'm going to repeat that last part. This year. Interesting. Uh, Let's go down. It is reportedly a standalone expansion for Ghost of Tsushima, likely in the similar vein to how Spider-Man Miles Morales is to Marvel's Spider-Man, with a planned 2021 release date. Ghost of Ikishima was outed by Special 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 An insider who is mostly known for leaking Xbox news. Fans should take this with a grain of salt for now. But another known insider, Reset Era on Reset Era, Catharsis T, also chimed in on the leak and the follow up to Ghost of Tsushima. So, um. I mean, cool. This is exactly what they should be doing with these IP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, until a full-blown sequel can be done or whatever, or something in that in that universe. Um, yeah. I prefer this, man. Miles Morales was such a trip. So much fun to play. Um, and you didn't have to worry about sinking 30 hours into it. Um, you knew it's the same thing as uh, like Uncharted Lost Legacy. I loved Lost it. Legacy. I still have to play mm-hmm. that one. Uh, oh, I, Steve, I have it. So it's I, it's I, a I really good I one. To play. Um, but it's it's like uh, Last of Us. What was it? Um, uh, Left Behind. Left Behind. Mm-hmm. That's right. That one was good too. Um, they like doing this. So I I think it's safe to say Sony's going to be doing this. Like yeah. for a lot of their IP. Yeah, I like how this kind of gives us a you know, a trip back into this game's world without waiting for like a full blown part two, like three, four, maybe five years from now. Mm. And 
you know, you can easily leverage what you've learned making the first game. It can be a PS4 and PS5 game. You know, everyone can play it. And that game had such the most exquisite, beautiful sword play ever in a video game. Mm-hmm. And, to, and, Great to sword play, play. Yeah. and to play more of that. Hell yes. Bring it to me. I'm down for that. It's impossible. I'm absolutely. But there was down more news, Stephen. In yes, the ghosts. Realm. Oh, yes, there is. Uh, apparently, here's another mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> <laughs> a listing for uh, on the ESRB, a uh, excuse me, a rating for Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut has been found. I hate that. Um. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm, I'm the only reason why I hate it is like we don't need director's cuts of anything. What, yeah, what is it supposed to be? It's gonna what be what are the, they adding? It's gonna be the 4K whatever yada yada with oh you we have deleted to play, this island. No, you don't. You have to play in black and white and with Japanese with English subtitles. It's yeah. just locked to those settings. That's that's the only thing different. <laughs> I. This is a way to sell this game again. That's it. it. It it depends on what's in it. I mean, listen, it's just this 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 isn't like a movie where it's it's different cuts, different shots, different edits, different pacing where it can feel like two different movies. Like if you've ever seen remember we mimic with the like no. it's like a roach that becomes a person. Yeah. No. Course, Sounds like men guys, in black. Of course you guys would know that shit. Anyway, if you watch the director's if you watch the director's cut of that, yes. It's actually a very good, very good fucking movie. The theatrical cut is garbage compared to it. In a video game sense, I feel this is more like things we really couldn't get to the first time around, and we're gonna add more shit to what's already out there. So I think it can't be the same game. It just can't be. How how why would you do that? Yeah, I we'll see. And it's it's also on PS4. So who are you reselling it to? The same audience that already has on Correct. their PS4? The ones who traded it in. Like sure. I I understand those who like who may think, oh, if it's a PS5 only game and it's just the same shit but repackaged. Look, it comes with six more sword colors. Uh, this is Oh, it has a two new masks. This just uh, pisses me off because of yeah. Kojima. One's of Astrobot. With his bullshit director's cut. Fuck off. You were Listen, the director. We, we, we just got to see what the fuck's in it. That's all it is, dude. And the producer, and you did it's everything not, you wanted to do. It's not the yep. same thing. Yep. It, it's nonsense. I agree. It, it is, is nonsense. nonsense. It is like me later, after we record this you podcast, guys, guys. I edit the podcast and just re-record some shit because I didn't get to do... I run the show. I you made the, <laughs> like We made the show that we wanted to make. Nobody stopped us from doing that. Why are we calling? This is that's stupid. And Kojima Guys, should be ashamed of himself. Borderlands Three got a director's cut. Yes, and that's also stupid. Shit comes from that is also stupid. Also stupid. Because that's Kojima that. made a big but that was deal. Cut content was cut content. Because Kojima made a big deal about nobody holding him back anymore. It's being independent. Being held back, why did Why did he cut the content? He didn't, he, have to cut the he content. didn't have to cut the content. Time. He decided. He decided, to- decided how much time he had. Yeah. I'm just saying he wanted the game out then and there, cool, <laughs> and then he made the game and he said, "Now we're gonna get more shit." And guess what? The game was bad. 
Well, well, you're new, bad. That's, that's, the the more game is going to be more bad. Get off my podcast right now. <laughs> Andy, wanna, I've I purchased that game it. three times and I've hated it every single time. What is that? That's on you. <laughs> also, bought it thank once, you for dude. your patronage, I guess. Why are you buying it three times? On well, I, I bought it on PC no, and PS4 again. I bought it on PS4 uh-huh. um, and then I traded it in after okay. playing very little of it then okay. i bought it used so i was like i'm gonna give this game another try i don't think i gave it a fair shake and then i returned it within like a week and i was like i did give it a fair shake and then it was on sale uh on steam and <laughs> like i know i hate the game but i was like i'll buy it again and then i did and i was like yep well, the game I still wanna, sucks <laughs> i want to thank you for funding kojima's next project <laughs> i just i'm trying to figure out what about Kojima games people like? And I have yet to find it. I just ooh, that's, that's, every that's, single that, one of his games. I just can't. That's like a that's a whole other conversation. I like. They're that. so pretentious. We don't have time. Don't have let's, time put a, let's put. Let's put. Let's put. Let's put. We don't have time for that. Yeah, that's a bonus episode. Let's, let's, let's have that, that conversation one. later. Uh-huh. Um. Well, speaking of remakes, read read whatever's director's oh cuts and this and that. Andy, why are oh you boy. playing with? people's hearts wait hold on a minute one second yeah. hold your tits I will wait a, mi- a minute no. or a second how long do you need it one Make minute at the okay. very least okay. so our good friend special nick <laughs> is back again in the news oh, who is saying that there is going to be a legacy of kane which he spelled wrong in his, in his tweet well, by the way all, we can't all be smart we can't be perfect yeah well he's an xbox guy so i said no, that, yeah, that, par, that par for the course yeah, that goes. uh so legacy of kane solar remaster is in the works not 100 percent sure if it's a remake or a remaster and it should be announced this year so that's no, not gonna happen here's, enough is gonna be very upset here's where i land with this one this cannot be a remaster because if it's a of a ps1 game you can remaster that shit all you want. It ain't gonna look that great. Like, <laughs> sure, I love my PS1 polygons to death, and I've played them in like ultra upscaled 4K splendor, and they look gorgeous. But if you're gonna go that route with this, don't even bother. Because why would you do that? That that's the first thing. Mm. The second thing I want to say is this is not the first time this rumor has been floating around the interwebs. I feel like it it comes back. It's cyclical. Every now and then it creeps up on you. Like Microsoft buying Sega. It always comes It always comes back in the mix somehow. But I have some information that I heard through some rumblings that, and this kind of ties into today's acquisition news, that Square Enix had tapped Bluepoint for a project of some kind. Square Enix owns the Legacy of Kane uh, property rights. Also, in this little rumor that Special Nick alluded to, he said it's getting a lot of support on the PlayStation side of things. So when you combine that rumor of a Square Enix Bluepoint collaboration, Sony owning Bluepoint games, and this being one of the best games on the PlayStation 1, and it was also hinted at in Bluepoint's Remember that tweet from a while back? It was like, oh, a siphon of souls in the yes. streets of Castlevania, some shit like that. It was yes. like, let me list 80 PS1 games. This was in that little blob of, of, of references. So I don't know. Maybe that's what's going on. Possibly, potentially. We'll see. But either way, this franchise, best vampire story ever. 
well, there's Twilight, but still, aside from Twilight, is Legacy of Kane and the best time traveling story ever told. I will fight anyone on that. I think that just no, you, I you think, don't know. I think because it's it's, it's a popular forgotten clap franchise. Back, you, you don't know. It's a popular forgotten franchise, and I think that uh-huh. all of those are always going to be in the rumor. Right. It's it's rumor. what happens. It's what happens. But seeing it now from a more, I won't say reliable source, but special Nick has had his deal of like hits, some mm-hmm. misses, but he's been more reliable than not. And coming from a an Xbox guy mainly, you get a lot of Sony stuff. As of late, which is kind of funky, I think. Eh. But, uh, Andy, I have yes. a question for you. Oh, yes, table. Have you ever played Chrono Trigger? I have, and I can still say this is the best time traveling story ever told because that oh. is. This, you, you, have you played Legacy of Kane? All like six games? Uh, I have not played all six. All right, so play all six games, and we'll talk about time travel in in video games. Uh, you seem to forget about Oracle (laughs) of Ages and the Ocarina of Time. No, still doesn't hold up. There's no story there. Old, young, old, young. That's all it fucking is. Pull up a sword from a fucking King Arthur. That's fair. And the bullshit that fair criticism. Yes. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of Xbox news. Speaking of Xbox news, Taylor. Yeah, our last story is ready for you. <laughs> so it's not, it's, it's not Xbox news. It kind of is. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna run a little bit of a uh, an audible here. Audible, okay. we're calling an audible. Oh no, because Red Seven. The the story that we were gonna talk about is a ways out. This story that I'm bringing to the table. Oh snap! Is like the changing of the leaves. It happens every year, oh. and yet people are interested every single and time. Surprised, I'm sure. There has uh-huh. been a leak for Call of Duty 2021. No fucking oh way. Oh my god. Yeah. No it way. Updated dude. through Battle.net. Okay. <laughs> this is court- courtesy of Buzz Killington in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of Tom Henderson on Twitter. Um, so the Battle.net app updated to say for a short period of time, Call of Duty slipstream. Uh, there was a logo. It looks very World War II. I was doing a little research in this and his mentions talking about this. Uh, And someone posted um, a screenshot of a Wikipedia article talking about a radio show called Slipstream that was about British forces fighting Nazis. But there was a like supernatural element to it. Yeah, this big alien ship thing shooting down bomber planes. I think there's a chance that we could be getting a World War II alien game from Call of Duty, which so, is just like the worst combination of Call of Duty words that you can say. Are we sure this isn't just a mode that's going to be inside the next Call of Duty, like zombies? Right. I I don't Maybe. think so, because it updated, like, the the app updated. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean... You could. Why you would could, just the mode? Because you could like play name zombies, the whole app. You could play you know? Warzone. You could play zombies. You could play all all that shit by itself now. Well, yeah. You could download just those parts. Maybe but, that was the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I don't that know. seems really uh, like that. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you, that seems like a really stupid idea. <laughs> like, making making alien Nazis. But no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, it's like oh, the game. Isn't that what Wolfenstein game is all about? Could be cool. <laughs> 
they like could that it? as a game could be cool, but like making a Call of Duty that is that game seems like a really bad idea. Yeah. I'm calling it now. Uh Battlefield 2042 is going to eat Call of Duty's lunch. It'll this never year. happen. Oh that'll never happen. That is a bold uh, it is gonna eat its lunch this year. I, I like that. I right, mark it down. Mark it down, guys. Write it down. Um, I don't think so. I think every time we think Call of Duty's done, they just sell a gajillion copies. Every time. We're like, oh, this game gets so stale. I'm not buying a Call of Duty this year. Cold War comes out. Perger purchases Cold War two weeks later. <laughs> Did you buy like, it four times, Perger? No, just once. <laughs> like, no, it's not going to happen. Like, I, I I, think it's almost a guarantee. I don't, I, I'm, I'm kind of a milk toast fence sitter right now. I feel I can go either way. I'm not saying the game isn't going to be better than <laughs> Either way. I'm not saying no, that. It's going to be that Aliens multiplayer game. That's going to be that's gonna be the shit, guys. Playing it right now. Fuck Call of Duty. I, I don't know. To Fuck me, it's been, a, it's been a long time since we've had a modern battlefield. I think there's a lot of... Oh. Um, a lot of tired feeling around Call of Duty right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think it. I think it definitely happens. I, I think Battlefield eats Call of Duty's lunch. I like alternate uh, reality. I'm trying to think. Like, stuff. when was the last time Battlefield had like made the top ten best selling lists of the year? It was probably Battlefield Four. Probably Battlefield Four. Yeah. Maybe Bad Company. I'm gonna gotta look into that. Curious about that. Or in the top five. Like a Call of Duty game is guaranteed at a spot in the top five. True. Not number one for that matter, because it always fucking is. <laughs> I think the best thing that that Battlefield could do is is never go annualized ever. Like, I agree. Don't do that shit. Have yeah, a bo- have a persistent mode. The money. Yeah, but they can't. They they can't. They can't. They can't match. I'm so, I as much as it's crazy to say. They can't match the output of Activision and Call of Duty. Like, they just, it's just a fucking machine. Uh, Battlefield 4 was number four. Yes. In the 2013 NPD charts. Mm-hmm. Right, right below FIFA Bad Company and Call of Duty Ghosts. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know where Bad Company was. Like, that was the last one that I really liked. Um, Man, that was a good year. GTA 5 came out that year, guys. Holy shit. Uh, which time? Again, the, came out again. I, I think it was no the first time. It was oh, PS3. oh, okay, yeah, 2013. I can't believe we're getting that for a fifth time. Yep, yeah, I cannot believe this. I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, what my parents grew up on, what I grew up on, what my kids will grow up will grow up on, and it's all just Grand Theft Auto 5. Yes, in all of them, it's also right. accurate, yeah, it's an accurate yeah. statement. It makes sense. Um, yeah, uh, okay, cool. Oh, um, I saw a be- I saw a better meme than that, Taylor. Okay. It was Tell me. it was Vladimir Putin, but he was GTA Five and he was shaking like Clinton's hand and said like Xbox Three Sixty and like Bush's hand was like PlayStation Three and like Trump and like <clears throat> Obama's hand it was like PlayStation Four, Xbox One. <laughs> it was the funniest shit, but that's exactly what it's like. That game, I feel, will be released until now. It doesn't have to we go die. away. It doesn't have to go away. It's going to keep coming back. Nobody's playing Grand Theft Auto for the story. They don't have to make a new one. They don't have to write a new story. Speaking of Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Oh! Oh! Segway! Let's get hurt! (laughs) So, guys, Grand Theft Auto 6 was trending on Twitter today. Why? Which isn't hard 
when there's only five users on Twitter at any given moment, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pre-show joke, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know anymore. It's possible. Uh, so for those, this comes from GameSpot, by the way. For those uh, who want to play GTA 6 in the near future, maybe a lot longer than that. Apparently, it's coming out in 2025 and will include a Fortnite-like evolving map. It's set to take place in a modern-day version of Vice City. Okay. Oh, interesting. I'm down for that. So, shit. I don't believe fucking, any of this. Fucking, fucking four years from now, really? What you been doing for the last... Go like, ahead. Do it. Fucking... Cowards. Eight years since GTA I still think I still think 4 is criminally <laughs> underrated. 4 is a good one. I liked 4 a lot. I liked 4 more than I did Part 5. How about that? How about them apples? I, like I, didn't I want I didn't them, instead of making GTA 6, I would like them to make Red Dead Redemption 3, and it's just all about Sadie Adler. That's what I want. Well, it's going to, I mean... It's good to be a bounty hunter. And I, at this I rate... Want. You'll be playing Red Dead 3 um, in like 2040 at this rate. Sounds about right. Because like, we got to get GTA 6 on PlayStation, you know, 6, 7, 8 until that point. And then yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a, a Red Dead maybe. We'll do that Red Dead 1 remake. <laughs> oh, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. So and good. then after that, Bully 2 in 2054. And then we'll get Agent like in 2080. I would much rather bully than any of the games like that. You know what? I would sacrifice Grand Theft Auto 6 in a fucking pyre in an instant for a bully sequel. Heard that. I, I will you guys are that. uncultured swine. I will well, say, the bl- I, will say I, I disagree. That's harsh. I would outlay it on fire. It's like, harsh. oh, you want to release GTA 6? I'm going to burn it to the ground. You're going to make bully 2. Grand Theft Auto is a fantastic series. I don't know I don't, why you're I talking shit. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not talking shit. I love it. But, so I, but Bully is just, is such a special franchise. It deserves... A it's not a franchise. It had one game. It, it deserves to be a franchise. <laughs> How about that? How about you, fucking asshole? <laughs> we keep, we, you were interchanging franchise with IP. That's, a, that's the grave error yeah. here. Right, right, right. Uh, I forgot to do the Facebook question of the week. Oh yeah, get on that. It was a bu- It was a busy, busy, busy week. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was. Um, why don't we post one right now for next episode, and we'll see what it's happens. A good idea, Taylor. Okay. It's been a while. What do you want to ask yep. people? Oh, that's easy. He's gonna go Kojima uh, question, question mark of the week. <laughs> Here you go. Question of the week. Uh, what studio would you like to be acquired next? Uh, I, 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 fucking, I hate this question already. <laughs> and buy what company? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Ten cent okay. is gonna buy. Um, we got it. Yes, everyone. Everyone who was left. <laughs> ten cent buys THQ Nordic, which I think they already have like a forty percent stake in or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, it's in there. I posted it. That'll be the next thing. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Fantastic. that. Fantastic. Now. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to bring us to the to the sad ending. Oh no! Of this show, yes, I know. Hey, Taylor, I know Taylor. I know uh, Taylor is very upset. This, I'm very upset. Upsetting. But you know, I do want to get week. I do want to get serious for a moment. It's heartbreaking. Uh, this past week, 
there was an absolute tragedy that happened in uh, Miami uh, where a condo collapsed and many people are still missing. Many are presumed dead. Uh, an absolute tragedy, an, an avoidable tragedy uh, as more news comes out of the gross negligence um, from the uh, owners of the building as far as repairing ver- just deteriorating conditions. Um, as a person who's in construction, hearing what I've been hearing about the condition of what was going on in that building, uh, it's deplorable. It's it's horrible, and I hope people get sued, like, a lot. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, not just because it's a tragedy and we want to, you know, send our thoughts and, and our love, and perhaps if there's some sort of... Um, charity or something going you know by the time maybe next week maybe we could do a little stream to kind of help those families uh put 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 the pieces together but it was scary how close this was to home because Mm -hmm. i have now come in contact with three separate people that had a family member or were in that building themselves in the leading up to this collapse it's i don't get it like i do have family in miami Right. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize how many people live there as their part time home. And the family that made it out to New Jersey, uh, the family from New Jersey that made it out when it collapsed, um, they're friends of a coworker. They're like family friends mm-hmm. of a coworker of mine. Um, they grew up together, whatever it is. So, like, knowing that, I'm like, oh shit, like that's, that's like two degrees of separation. And my aunt, uh, was in that building three days before it went down with a meeting with a woman that lived in the building and who was tragically killed or presumed to be tragically killed three days before it. So Ow. you don't know how close these things could hit, could, could get you, you know, and knowing that a lot of people are directly affected by this, it just sucks. And we, our hearts go out to everyone who, who has a family member or friend or whatever, including the people who worked in the building. And, and honestly, I feel as much as I want these people to get sued at their ass, like I feel terrible for the people that put off this, these repairs because of money, um, because the guilt that they must feel um, is immense. Yeah, so I just, like, I just wanted to get that out there that that sucks. And, you know, our hearts go out to everybody down there and hopefully... Um, they find some people alive and just hanging at hang, you know, hanging on down there, and we could we could get some good news out of this. So if you are um, <clears throat> a resident of Miami, if you lost somebody, if you're or anything like that, uh, we love you, and we hope that you uh, find some happiness very very soon in this in these crazy crazy times. With that, gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much, Taylor, for rejoining us for the show. I'm happy that we were able to make this work. Good to be um, back. And uh, hopefully we can get you back uh, again soon. We, we, we would love that. Indeed. Um, Andy, thank you so much for being here. As always. Yes, it is as always. And speaking of as always, if you want to follow us, it's very simple. We are at dual underscore screens on Twitter. I am at Batchild27. Andy is at PantsGuy. And Taylor is at It's Perger. You can also follow us on Instagram at dual, uh, at dual screens. Sorry, it's at dual underscore screens on Twitter. I don't know if I said that. Our Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcasts. So go over there and do the thing. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Please hit thumbs up and subscribe. And if you want to watch us live, that's twitch.tv slash dual screens streams. And with that, we love you. And as always, please be excellent to each other.